The following podcast is going to contain spoilers along with me, just a regular guy, talking about all the things I love, such as comics, movies, television, music, and books. So yeah, proceed at your own risk. Welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. Maybe I'll start making that longer every episode. Just Another Fanboy. If I keep going, then maybe by episode 200, that's all the episode will be. All right, I'll stop. So, hey, folks, I'm your host. My name is Steven. And I have something that I need to admit to everybody out there. I am not watching Picard on CBS All Access. Now, I know that the title of this episode might be kind of considered clickbaity, not to be confused with Warren Beatty or Ned Beatty, but clickbaity, possibly. I don't know. I could assume that somebody looks at the title, I'm not watching Picard, and take it that way. I'm not watching Picard because it looks horrible and it's it's about an old white man and I'm not going to watch it. But I'm actually quite sad that I'm not watching Picard. I keep seeing stuff about it. I watched the trailer. I saw a clip. And I'm really sad because I want to watch it. But I can't afford another pay channel. You know, there used to be a time when you didn't pay for TV. I don't know how many of you can remember that time, but there used to be a time that you didn't pay for TV. Now, granted, there were only like three channels, four really when you included PBS. NBC, ABC, CBS, PBS, and then eventually Fox came along and you got five channels and that was it. And you weren't really given a lot of choice as far as what you could watch. But you didn't have to pay for anything. And then cable came along, and then you had to start paying. And then that leaped from paying to watch more channels to also including channels that you had to pay extra for. HBO, Showtime, Cinemax. And then satellite came in, and it got to the point where if you were just wanting to watch TV, you you paid for cable or satellite. That's just what you did. Otherwise, you had you, you you tried to get the UHF signal in, and that was not always an easy thing to do. That is until everything went digital, and if you had a good antenna, then you could get your TV for free again. Streaming services then came along, starting with Netflix, and everything changed. When Netflix came along and you had stuff, I'll even say Netflix and then Hulu, people started to do what they, they they called it cutting the cord. I don't have to be tied down. I don't have to pay this giant cable bill or satellite bill anymore. All I got to do is pay for Netflix and Hulu. It's less than $20 a month. I got everything I need. I'm happy. That didn't last very long. It lasted long enough. We all thought that was just the way it was going to be now. But then other 
places started looking at those models and thinking, hey, they're making some good money and they're investing in original programming and they're building up their subscription base. We should get in on that. And now it's, there's just too much out there. Now you have to make that choice. Do I want to watch The Mandalorian? Do I want to watch Picard? And unfortunately, the choice I made was I'm not going to watch Picard, at least not until it comes out on DVD. So that is, I guess, the silver lining. It just means that I'm not watching Picard while the others, the folks who are paying for CBS All Access, I'm not watching Picard while they are. I just, I'm just going to wait for the DVD like I do with most movies. I'm not a big Star Trek fan. Here's the thing. I'm not a big Star Trek fan. Never got into the original series. Compared to Star Wars, which was really my first experience with, with uh, big budget sci-fi. I mean, when it came to the, the space shows on TV, I watched Buck Rogers. I watched Battlestar Galactica, but Star Trek at that point, when those shows were out, Star Trek, had already been on TV. It was already done. It was done in the, the, what, the, the late sixties and the special effects just, just weren't good. And being a kid, I didn't care about the story if the effects were terrible. So I just never got into Star Trek. Now the movies started coming out. I remember my dad taking us to see Star Trek, the original motion picture, and I don't remember anything about it. From what I've heard about the movie since then, uh, I'm assuming that I just fell asleep at one point in the movie because I would not have been, I was, I was not even a teenager when that movie hit the theaters. The other Star Trek original series movies came out and I watched them and I enjoyed them, but I never went back to watch the TV show. I have never watched one complete episode of the original series, never in my life. But then Star Trek The Next Generation came along, and I was in for that. The problem was it aired on, what, UPN, which was a channel for maybe three weeks. And it was one of those channels that, I don't know, it just, it, I felt like they just couldn't quite nail down a release schedule. So it, I just, it just seemed like I could never... I could never catch the show. I would, I watched the first few episodes and then I would just catch the show here and there when they felt like airing it. That's what it felt like. It didn't feel like every Saturday at seven, I would get to watch an episode of Star Trek. It was like, is it going to air this week? When, what day is it going to air? When is it going to come on? Is it going to, in the middle of the afternoon on a Sunday? And so while I did catch a number of the episodes and I watched quite a bit of them, I've never watched the entire Next Generation series. I tried to watch Deep Space Nine, never quite got into it. I think part of that had to do with the fact that the guy who ran the space station, he was the dude that played Hawk, I think his name was, on Spencer for Hire. And I remember thinking Hawk was just this BA, this super tough guy, this cool, cool dude. And that he did not come across that way at all in Deep Space Nine. And so I went, that's not Hawk. That's just a regular dude. That's not why I, I want to watch. If, if Hawk could run that space station, that would have been awesome. But that's not what we got. Now I have heard anybody who has watched all everything Star Trek has put out. I have heard that Deep Space Nine is one of the best, if not 
most people's favorite series. That's what I have heard, but I've just never, I never got into it, never really watched it. I tried watching Voyager. I watched a bit of it and kind of got into that for a little bit. I watched all of Enterprise. I caught that streaming. I think it was on Netflix or something a while back. And I, and I rather enjoyed that. And I really enjoy the next generation movies, except for Nemesis. I feel like I have watched Nemesis many times, or at least I have started Nemesis more than once, but I don't remember ever finishing the movie at all. The other movies, however, I am just crazy about. Insurrection, I just watched the other day. I don't know how many times I've seen that movie. First Contact, oh my goodness. Not only are both of those movies like my favorite Star Trek movies, They're just some of my favorite movies. I just think they're very well done. And I think a lot of that has to do with the characters themselves. Captain Picard being at the top of that list. But you've got Picard and Dr. Crusher and Worf and Riker, Troy, freaking Geordi LaForge. They're they're all just great characters. Did I say Data? Now, I will say the clip that I watched the other day that I saw of Picard had Picard talking to Data. I think they were playing cards, maybe. And that was slightly rough because Data, of course, is an android. He doesn't age, but they can't do anything about the fact that the actor has aged. You know, there's a line in Insurrection where he's where Data is talking to this boy and he says something to the effect of, you know, as, as a child, your your body is in constant flux you're always growing your your dimensions change from one moment to the next he's like my my right leg was so many inches long when i was created it's so many inches long now and it will be so many inches long when i'm taken offline i never change i will look my dimensions will be exactly the same until i am you know destroyed or something and eh, i like that but You know, you make a show now that's, what, 20, 30 years later, the actor is 20, 30 years older, he's not going to look the same. Data is not going to look the same. He's a bit, he, what was the line they used in Gross Point Blank? She's talking about going back to her high school reunion, his, uh, his, uh, the main character's secretary, and she's like, she says, it's like as if everyone had swelled. And that's, that's what people do. They swell as they get older. And uh, unfortunately, the guy that plays Data, uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. He swelled just a bit. His his face is a little, little more swelled than it was. So that was, I mean, I loved it. I loved the clip. I was very excited to see Data on the clip. And I really wasn't taken out of it because he didn't look the same, but there was that little nagging feeling in the back of my head. It's like, oh, well, apparently, Data, you do change over the years because you obviously had. But how else are they going to do that, right? They don't have a lot of choice. They can either say, well, you know, I mean, good Lord, the guy changed during the show. He didn't look the same from season one to the last season and then on into the into the movies. It's going to happen. And they, you know, they have to ask themselves, we really would like to bring data back for this scene. We think it would be a great scene that the that the writers have put together. But 
he doesn't look exactly like he did when he was on the show, and he's an android, and he has to be exactly the same. So maybe we shouldn't do it. So I'm not nitpicking here. I'm not saying don't watch the show because of that. I just found it, I don't know, not funny. Maybe funny. Slightly interesting. But Patrick Stewart, I just really like Patrick Stewart. I remember him from... He was, I'm pretty sure he was in Excalibur, which is a movie that I should just absolutely love. But the last time I watched it, I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't remember anything about it. I just remember being in high school, late high school, my senior year. So we're talking, we're talking the end of the decade, the end of the 80s. And I'm watching it with a buddy of mine and I rented it, hadn't seen it since it, since, you know, for, for years because it was like early 80s when that came out. So it's probably six, seven, eight years later. And I remember really enjoying it. And I talked my buddy into renting it. And we watched it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's not as good as I remember. Matter of fact, I kind of remember falling asleep at one point during it. Don't remember anything else about it except for the armor being really shiny. Like super shiny. Very 80s shiny overwhelmingly shiny but i'm pretty sure that patrick stewart was in that but i really like him i really like him patrick stewart i've i've not read ever ever anything about him that was bad and uh love the character of picard so i'm really sad that i'm not watching the show there's a lot of stuff out there there's just too much stuff there's just too much stuff very little time very little money we can't do it all, folks. We have to eventually reach a certain point in our lives where we realize you just can't do it all. You have a choice to make in your life. You have to prioritize things in your life. And there are certain things that will take precedence in your life. For me, of course, it's family. Now, that's not the same as it was 30 years ago when I was playing in a band rocking and rolling, well, less than 30 years ago. I just found out the other day that next year, 2021, will have been 30 years since I was in the band Trinity X. Now, if you don't follow me on Twitter, I've been my one of the guys in Trinity X, Derek, he was the bass player and the singer, and he pretty much wrote everything. He would he would come to practice and he'd say, here's a song I'm working on. And he'd play it out on his bass. Or he might pick up Paul. He was the guitar player. He might pick up Paul's guitar and say, here's what I'm thinking. Here's a, here's a verse and a chorus. And then, of course, we would make it our own. He didn't direct us. Here's the beat that I want you to play. And here's, here's how I want you to play that. No. But he the origins of the song came from him. He would come to practice with the song, and then we would make the song complete. But anyway, he uh, he's still making music. So is Paul. I'm not. But they're both still making music. But Derek has, a, um, has his own record company, independent record company called Atomic Zombie Records. And he does a lot of – he does a uh, – uh, what is the, the name of his he, – he's gone kind of death metal – and he has, he, he, he does, he makes albums under a name and I can't think of the name all of a sudden. It's, um, yeah, I can't think of it, but he, uh, he's been taking all the old Trinity X stuff and digitizing it and putting it 
up on Bandcamp and putting the songs, the audio of the songs on YouTube. And he's come across some old videotapes of us playing live and he's going to digitize those. But whenever he puts something up, he will tweet about it and then I will retweet it and talk about it. So if, if you follow me on Twitter, I don't know if you've listened to any of that music, but I have no idea where I was going with that. Anyway, I found out he, he had made mention that, that next year will be our 30th anniversary. And that was like kind of the first real band I was in playing original, all original music and playing clubs and playing clubs out of town and actually traveling to play shows and whatnot. But those are, that's not, that's, that's not my priority these days. My priority, my priority these days is not to spend whatever money I have on every streaming service just so I can watch all the nerdy stuff out there. Because you, even if I had all these streaming services, heck, I've got Netflix. All the CW shows are on Netflix and I'm, I'm not watching those. I just don't have time. I just don't have time to watch all of it. But Picard is one of those that I really wish that I, I asked somebody the other day, is it, are they releasing it every week or did they drop the entire season at once like they do, like they do on Netflix? Because if they had put the whole season out there, I may spend the money for one month of CBS All Access just to binge the season. But no, they're releasing the episodes every week, which is the smart thing to do. And it's really something Netflix needs to think about doing. Because there's something to say about producing a weekly show over doing it all at once and then just dumping it all at once. So no, folks, I'm not watching Picard, but I would really like to. And I would appreciate the spoilers. Just keep them under your hats, folks. Keep them in your pocket. I'm pretty good about avoiding spoilers. I'll tell you what. Each of the new Star Wars movies, I have avoided pretty much all of the spoilers until I saw them. Endgame avoided all the spoilers. With the with some exceptions, it's hard to avoid a, a spoiler that's in a picture because when you see the picture, it's done. You're done. You've seen it. It's done. So I knew about what kind of Hulk we were getting in Endgame before Endgame came out, or at least before Endgame came on DVD. But if somebody is putting spoilers in a news article or tweeting about it, I'm pretty good about just my, my eye sees end game. And then I just, I skip. I just move along. I don't, I don't read any more of it. And that means I'm going to have to do that with Picard. I have been reading about the show as we have been leading up to the, to the first episode release. So I do know, um, oh, that Borg lady is in it. I wasn't really watching Star Trek. The Next Generation at that point. Haven't seen a lot of those episodes, so I'm not really quite 100% on who she is. Um, I should probably sit down and start and rewatch, not rewatch, but finish watching, fully watch all of Next Generation because I think it's on Netflix. Here's the problem, however. I've got this thing where I can't, if I wasn't really into a show or a movie when it first came out, I can't go back and watch it if the special effects or the fashion or whatever doesn't hold up today. And while I did start off watching Next Generation when it came out, as I said, I couldn't watch all the episodes. And when I would watch the episodes, it would happen so sporadically that I was more into the movies. And so, for example, when I watched First Contact 
and I've watched it a number of times. When I start, when I will watch like the the behind the scenes special features on the DVD, and they'll make reference to the Borg when they were on the TV show, and they will show the Borg on the TV show. It's like dudes in span in black spandex with little pieces of metal, it, it like glued to them. It's it looks nothing like the way they look in the movie, and I have a hard time with that. I just do. I just. I go back and I watch something like that and I think that's not the way the Borg look. That looks like something compared to the movie. It looks like something that somebody put together in their basement. That's not even at the level of what cosplay is these days. And so I have a hard time, have a really hard time going back and enjoying that stuff. However, last year I did start to watch Next Generation from the beginning and I was somewhat getting into it. So maybe I'll I'll get back to it. Because at this point, I am very invested in those characters. I do really like those characters quite a bit. And in many ways, that's kind of all you need. So I hope you're watching Picard. I hope you're enjoying it. I have a feeling it's going to be great. I'm hearing great things just from folks who have watched the first episode. I tell you, every every few years, I just say to myself, it's it's just a good time to be a geek. It's a wonderful time to be a geek. There's so much great stuff out there. And as the years as the years have gone by, every year they just it just gets better and better. We're going to get a Lord of the Rings show on Amazon. We're going to get a Wheel of Time show on Amazon. That's some amazing stuff. And you know it's going to be good. Well, I hope it's going to be good. Better be good. I have confidence. I have hope that they will be good. I don't know how many episodes are in this season of Picard. I don't know how long I have to wait until the DVD comes out. I feel like because they had they have the show Star Trek Discovery on there, and regardless of the fact that it's a streaming service, I feel like because it's a, a streaming service that is now run by a, a, a network that's been around since the dawn of TV, that they're still treating it as, as they would on TV. So they're doing... You know, on, on, on Netflix, it's like you get maybe 10, 15 episodes if you're lucky. I Again, I don't know. I feel there's probably going to be 20 episodes. We're probably not going to get a DVD until a week or two before the, for the next season starts. But I'll keep an eye out for it, and I'll get it from my library. Ah, aren't libraries wonderful things? If anybody ever tells you that we don't need libraries anymore because we have the Internet... Don't just don't stop being friends with them. Just shun them like the Amish because we need libraries. The world, the country, the world needs good libraries. And I'm thankful to have a library card to an excellent library, the Lawrence Public Library in Lawrence, Kansas. Y'all rock. I don't know what else there is to say, so I'm going to wrap it up and tell you that my name is Steven, and I'm just another fanboy. Be nice to each other, folks. If you do run into somebody who tells you we don't need libraries, you know what? Still be nice to them. Forget what I said. Everybody, just be nice to everybody. That's just the way we should live our lives. Bye. Just Another Fanboy is a presentation of the Stephen or Else podcast. Questions and comments can be directed to feedback at stephenorelse.com. 
You can support the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash Stephen R. Orr and get instant access to the My Other Podcast podcast, a weekly show about whatever crawls its way into my tiny little mind just moments before I tap record. You can find me on the World Wide Web at StephenOrElse.com or find me on Twitter and Instagram by searching for at StephenOrElse. I also encourage you to subscribe to the show, leave us a five-star review, and share this episode with a friend. Just Another Fanboy is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. You can find that over at ComicsPodcasts.com. All links will be in the show notes. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.